riding through the city. Now I'm just riding through the city. And ain't nobody rolling with me. And ain't nobody rolling with me. It ain't no problem, I'm gon' get it. It ain't no problem, I'm gon' get it. This is true, 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 true. Riding around smoking by myself. Don't you know I do it so well? Dollar signs all on my head. Rolling solo dolo. What up, what up, what up, man? It's Friday, man. February 23rd, man. It's your boy, Ill Will. Will Marshall. Another day, another dollar. On the man, the My, My, My Two Cents podcast, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Hope y'all enjoyed y'all night last night. Hope y'all having a decent morning. On my lunch break, I always bring these to y'all live on my lunch break. Um, and man, just, 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 just having a good day, having a better day than yesterday, man. Hope, hope I can say the same for y'all, man. That's that status symbol, status symbol three from the Nipsey joint. I know, I know all the fans already knew that, but it was just for the people that didn't know. That's that, that's that new nip. That's that new Nipsey hustle. Status symbol three. But man, let's get into it, man. Let's get, let's get right into it, man. I, I, I wanna I wanna get into the to, to the G Herbo situation. I don't know if y'all heard it. Uh G Herbo Chicago local rapper again. I gotta uh, you know, be specific with certain things because I got listeners on Anchor that, that are not from Chicago. So G Herbo's a fellow Chicago rapper. Uh he got locked up last night, man. Um, with possessions of, of firearms without a Ford. Um, using the South Loop. With two other gentlemen, they weren't from Chicago. They didn't even look familiar. One was from Cali, and another one was from Alabama. Um, he in Bourbon Bond Court today, so he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be out soon. Uh, this is just typical rapper shit. But I'm, I'm trying to figure out my thing with, with Herbo. I understand why he has a gun in Chicago, but why the fuck is he with some a nigga from Cali in Alabama? Like that's a weird, con- <laughs> it's a weird connection, man. It's funny the, sh- the people you meet when you rap. But you know, I thought he was with two Chicago niggas. But the niggas didn't look like they was from. They didn't look like they were from Chicago. They didn't have a Chicago face. They looked like they was from somewhere else. And one was from Alabama. One was from Cali. I could kind of tell which one was from Alabama, which one was from Cali. But man, free Herbo. Uh, hopefully he can beat. I know he's gonna beat this. It's typical rapper shit. But uh, yeah, free Herbo. Um. But we we gotta be cautious when we rappers. I'm, I'm not even gonna lead a subject that, that that fast. But as as entertainers, and I don't want I'm not speaking for myself. I'm just talking about the general entertainers. Y'all gotta like. I know it's like it seems to be soft when you got a security or armed security. But at some point, what's more important? What people in the hood think of you, or your professionalism and your freedom? Like we gotta be more cautious of the things that we do. You know what I'm saying? But Free G Herbo, I know he's going to get out of this. This this, this minor, this, this typical rap shit. He got probably uh, some of the best lawyers. Um, so Free Herbo, he'll be out of this. I was watching, um, I seen a clip of uh, Lonzo Ball on Lip Sync, man. Uh, he was trolling his dad. He was singing the Kendrick Lamar, Be Humble. And um, he when the hook came on, you know, he, he started rapping to his dad, telling him to sit down and be humble. You know what I'm saying? And I thought it was kind of dope because... A lot of the critics on TV, 
they always say that uh you know Lonzo need to step up to his father but I I just think that they have a great relationship to where he knows his dad he knows what his dad's gonna do and I'm pretty sure that they've had discussions where Lonzo was like yo chill out dude and I'm pretty sure it was probably got heated but he knows the intentions of his father um but I just thought it was dope that he, you know what I'm saying, stepped up as a man and, like, was able to, like, do that. Because a lot of people be acting like he don't, like, have a voice in his life and his career. And he, he showed that with the lip sync joint. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, yeah, sometimes pops just need to sit down and be humble and let me let me work. And I felt that. Big ups to Lonzo, man. But I don't want to leave this subject too quick. We need more fathers like uh, like LeVar. I know LeVar get a lot of slack uh, for his antics and the things that he says. But I'm just going off of the support of his kids. He's a great father. He's a great father. And like he stand, he stood up for his kids. He started a brand. He um he he basically spoke his son playing for the Lakers into existence, not the other two that's playing out Lithuania. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna be able to be a Laker. Um but yeah, man, we need more fathers to step up and support their kids and have that crazy type of faith and investment in their children. You know, that's the that's the type of father I aspire to be. I had a good father in my life, but he wasn't no LeVar Ball. You know what I'm saying? He didn't believe in everything I do. Um, but he did believe in me, but, you know, he just he grew up different. And so, you know, he did things different. I'm not knocking my pops, but, you know, I, I just appreciate what LeVar Ball does as a dad, man, as far as supporting his kids. And it's just like, yo, if you ain't rocking with my kids at UCLA, fuck it, I'm taking them out. We're going to start my own league and do something. Like, he he, he just fights for his kids, man. And, and and that's the type of uh, parenting that we need more of, man, coming up in the future. So, because to the whole ball, ball of brand, man. And LeVar, keep doing what you're doing, dog. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, Leaving that, since we in sports, let's just keep it going. Um... LeBron, speaking of speaking out, you know, LeVar spoke out to his father. Well, Lonzo spoke out to his father. LeBron is catching flag from Fox, and we all know Fox is some racist fucks over there. You know, they got Bill O'Reilly, so you already know that they racist. Um, but he basically gave his thoughts on the president, which he often does. And, you know, uh, I don't know the lady's name. But she she kind of trolled them, you know. They, they they always trolling black culture and the black athletes and the black people that speak out. Um, and I mean, it's kind of expected. But at, at some point, you know, when does it stop? Like, when does it stop? I just feel like Fox is the the, the stirring pot for all the bullshit that goes on in America. It's like they instigate shit instead of like trying to put the fire out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, big ups to LeBron for speaking out. And the reason why I fuck with LeBron is because he speaks out more about public issues, more than Michael Jordan ever did in his career. You know what I'm saying? LeBron um, shows that he's connected with the people, um, and, and, and he's, he speaks out for us. And so big ups to LeBron for that. Um, the NBA was talking about changing the playoffs. They was talking about changing the playoffs for man. LeBron wasn't feeling that shit. <laughs> he, he said it. he wasn't feeling it. And I don't think I'll feel it either. I think that the Eastern Conference is the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference is the Western Conference. They basically want to submerge all the teams, just make it this one big playoff like uh like the NCAA, but I don't think that that'll be sufficient. I think that the East, East side should be the Eastern Conference should be the Eastern Conference and the West Western Conference should be the Western Conference. I was about to say East side and West side, you know what I'm saying? It's that hood shit, but but yeah, though. Yeah, I, I just think that they should they shouldn't they shouldn't do that. They should just leave it alone. Um,
What are we going to do when LeBron retire, B? Like, I think that that's coming soon. About three, four more years, I think LeBron over. I think we need to appreciate LeBron and his greatness, dude. Like, LeBron is a, is a hell of an athlete, hell of a basketball player, hell of an entertainer as far as basketball goes, man. And I think that we take him for granted. I think the mood in Miami is what fucked him up. But, um, you know, LeBron is, is, is one of the greats, one of the best of all time, man. Like, it's, it's going to be a real sad day in the NBA when he retires. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, there's something to think about, man. Big ups to LeBron, man. Um, I want to get into the Young Thug situation because he, he, he went from wearing dresses and he calling niggas bae and, you know, the thing, the shit he did with Durkio talking about something he engaged and all the whole stuff calling. If I was Durkio, I would have took the ring off and just walked the fuck out. Like, look, this, this session's over. What the fuck are you talking about, guy? There's no amount of jury or money you can give me for you to tell the world that you're engaged to me. The fuck out of here. But he he changed his name to Sex or whatever. I, I, me personally, I don't like. I, I, Thug used to irritate me because I didn't really care for his music. And then as it as I continue to um, accept this new wave of music, I kind of understand Thug now. Um, but. The whole sex thing, like, I, it's kind of weird, but to each his own. I'm not really a big thug guy. Like, I don't just go to a young thug mixtape and put it on. Like, if I hear, like, the song I played yesterday with Meek Mill, like, I like that song. So if I happen to like a song that he's on, I'll fuck with it. I'm not just going to be like, oh, that's young thug. He on there, I don't like it. I ain't that type of fan. If, if I like a song and I don't particularly care for a certain artist, but he's on it and I like it, I like it. But, yeah, man, I don't really care. I think that this is all antics. He knows that people get a rise out of him when he does this weird shit. So it's what it is. Just just him being weird just to get a stir. Yeah, young thug he just do he, he he just doing that for attention. He just do he he he, do, he ain't got much popping now as far as music, so you know, he does things like this um to to get people to get people talking, to get some type of buzz going. And it 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 works. But the the, the young thug sex that whole shit. I'm not going to call him sex. I'm going to call him young thug. <laughs> hey, and, and that's just that. And Darkio, you, you you bogus for letting them do all that funny shit that day for a damn ring. Like you really selling your soul out here. Like, but it's each his own, man. I, I, I fuck with some of Darkio music. You know, I think that he's transcended his style. Big us the big Dirk. I said big Dirk. Little Dirk. Little <laughs> Dirk. Uh, I'm going to the hell hell real situation, man. I caught that yesterday caught the footage and and this is my thing and it, it had me it took my perspective of going to restaurants to a whole nother level like i was in mcdonald's this morning and i was enjoying my little steak bagel and i like sat like by one door so i, so I could see what's going on on the side of me and i sat on like it was like a real strategic sit to where only way a nigga gonna, gonna snuff me or attack me is if they jump through the window and get me from the back <laughs> like that's it like it just took me took my perspective of eating out to a whole nother level and i always sit to where like if i go out with a lady and she try to like sit on the other side to where i can't see what's going on i always say yo switch sheets why because i gotta see what the fuck going on i gotta see who walking up in here but yeah I, I, it was disappointing to watch hell real go through that like he got snuffed and he like proceeded to run like he was in a whole buffet nigga i would have threw Mashed potatoes in a motherfucker. Like, I would have went crazy. Nigga, you finna come try to beat me up in front of my people at a fucking hibachi grill at a Chinese buffet? I'm fucking you up. Like, it's going down in that bitch. I'm going to jail for aggravated assault and uh, vandalism and all. Bruh, I'm going to turn into the fucking Incredible Hulk. And I'm picking up tables and chairs and I'm, I'm, I'm fucking niggas up, dude. 
Like, for real, hell real. I'm disappointed. You take the L for the day for that shit. I don't give a fuck how many niggas it was. Nigga, it was, you had a chair. You was in a chair. You fell off the chair and ran, bro. Like, I would have fell off the chair, picked up the chair, flipped the table, like, took the table and, like, bongard, bung, like, bogarded up all they ass. Like, 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 I would have been on some crazy shit. Picked up knives and all, man. Niggas would have been pissed. They would, do not run up on me at a restaurant. Like, don't do it. Like, please don't. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like, it, hell real, that was that was bogus. Like, who who just tries to fight somebody while they with their family at a hibachi grill? Like, this nigga was at the fucking Chinese buffet. Like, that would hurt my feelings if somebody beat my ass in front of my mother at a Chinese buffet. Like, I would really just turn to a whole animal at that Chinese buffet and go fucking crazy. I would have went to jail, and the, uh, they would have they would have let the other people go that jumped me. That's how bad it would have been, like like on, on some real shit, like my temper, like I, that that would have really pissed me off. But yeah, man, hell real, you take a hell for the day. Big ups to Dipset. Um, I got some music reviews to do, but I want to jump into a, a, a subject real quick. How y'all feel about checking in? Like you go to a certain city, a certain state, you had check in, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be seeing motherfuckers on Facebook, Instagram, and they be like, oh, man, don't come to my hood if you don't check in. Like, well, how how does that go? Like, under what circumstances do you check in? Like, uh, if it's like, I don't know. Like, like I'll be damned if I check in with anybody in Markham or Harvey if I go to fucking Markham. Like, if, if I'm going to the Markham, taking my son to Markham skate rink, I'm going to fucking Wasso's, go grab me a pint of douce. I'm not calling nobody. Oh, I'm in Markham. I'm checking in. Fuck that. <laughs> not checking in with nobody. I don't know how that goes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm never checking in. Like, who do you check in with? Like, it's like, how does that go? Like, like who are you for me to check in? Like, I like why? Like, I don't, I don't know. I I just don't get it. I don't give a fuck about the gang street shit. Like that that's just stupid. Like we we human beings. Like, I shouldn't have to check in with nobody. If I'm going to Riverdale, nigga, I'm going to Riverdale. I'm going to I-57. I'm grabbing my, my, my turkey tips. And I'm taking my ass to the crib. I'm not checking in with nobody. I'm not checking in with nobody. But but that's just me, man. I, I could kind of understand it when it comes to the gang context. And maybe, you know, you check in if there's, like, some speculation or some type of beef or animosity or whatever. But even then, like, if, if you suspect beef, like, why would you call? Like, I don't know. It, it, it's just, I guess out of respect you do it. But mm, I don't. I just don't get the whole checking in thing. I could, I get the just like you know you 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 paying homage to a motherfucker. I, I now I can understand that a little bit. But see, I'm not the type of nigga to call you. Yo, bro, I'm out and woo woo woo. Come slider. I'm at the guy. Like that is just not me. I move different. I move in silence. So I'm, I'll never check in. Did y'all see the Erica Badu wheelchair incident when she was singing? The song was nice. But Erica Badu got such a damn positive attitude. Like she, I guess she was rolling down the hill on the wheelchair coming from the hospital. She was just laughing, like she was having the time of her life. You know what I'm saying? It probably was for it was just funny to see her uh, roll down the fucking hill like that and and have such a positive attitude. I probably would have been scared, cursing and doing all type. I would have been pissed. If my motherfucking brakes came off my wheelchair, I wonder what's up with uh with Erica. Hope everything cool with her. Um, you know, sitting in a wheelchair that that means she must have had some type of surgery or something. Or maybe she was just on some lazy shit. I don't know. But yeah, um, 
hope hope uh Erica Badu gets well soon. I, I don't know if y'all caught this or not. Um Monique went in on Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club, caught that man Lenard. Called Lenard, um, and she went in on in, uh, inequality. And though I don't agree with Monique, I feel like um I can't kinda kinda agree with her. She she knows only she knows her worth. So if she felt like they lowballed her, they lowballed her in her opinion. But she made some good points about inequality and she felt like she was being dealt unequal. And she she made some points to Charlemagne saying, Would you how how would you feel? Uh would you give your mother or your grandmother a donkey of the day coming from where you come from? And I felt on that. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta be real selective on what we say and how we treat our people in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? So big ups to Monique for 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 for, for uh Coming at the guy, the little guy, uh, Charlemagne. I didn't know his name was Leonard. I, I just know that he's a short little little dude. Like like my uncle took a picture with this guy. My uncle's taller than him. Like my uncle was like anchoring over this guy, and I anchor over my uncle. And it was just like, dog, you're 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 a little you're a little dude. I think Charlemagne suffers from short man syndrome. That's why he he trolled everybody. He trolled everybody on uh, Breakfast Club. But yeah, because to Monique, man, because to Leonard too. Um. I want to get into how y'all feel. You see, Chance is the Chicago Golden Boy. We know that, but everybody loves him so much, and he's 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 the you know the Chicago great. I didn't think he had any music out. I had to go do some research. He actually dropped some shit for. He dropped the Christmas project. None of y'all motherfuckers was y'all love this dude so much. How come nobody supported the Christmas, uh, the Christmas project? I got nobody. Nobody didn't hear it on radio. Nobody was tweeting about it. Like I, I didn't hear nothing about it. One thing I can say about it, he did it with Jeremiah. And though I didn't listen to all of it, I give Jeremiah an A, and I give Chance like a C minus for this project, simply because Jeremiah could really sing, and I found myself like enjoying this. Like, hey, this is pretty good. But I'm like, no, you don't enjoy it. You enjoy Jeremiah. You enjoy Jeremiah's Christmas singing. I think Jeremiah has a good potential of making Christmas projects in the in the future but chance it, with chance the thing, this is my thing with chance i don't get him i don't understand where he comes from his music is like such a fairy tale like i i don't come from that place i don't come from that chicago and so i just don't feel him sometimes you know what i'm saying it's just real animated and it comes from like this this la la land perspective that's just my thoughts on it but the project was kind of decent for, for jeremiah's take i love the singing um, it was real, real good, real, real good on that side. But chances rapping, no meaning to it, none at all. So, uh, yeah, if y'all ain't checked out the Chance Christmas Project, go listen to it. It's, I think it's called Merry Christmas, Little Mama, or some shit. I don't know. Go, t- go, go, check it out. Um, I know I said some stuff about tax money, taxes, and 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 what to do with the taxes and shit. And like I said the other day, I'm no financial guru. So what I'm gonna say today is fuck what I said yesterday. Go blow that shit. Blow, blow, blow it. Let's go spin that shit. I was, I was at Walmart yesterday. Walmart was busting. Everybody had their TVs. Niggas buying socks and drawers and buying up all the simply juice and you know what I'm saying? Like it's going crazy. Buying up all the hair products and cocoa butter and shit. Like niggas is buying all the daddy Yankee candles and like all the DVD play. <laughs> Like all the place that like niggas was racking up, man. Big ups to y'all, man. Ball the fuck out. Ball out. 
Yeah, spend that shit, man. I said don't go get an Audi. Go get an Audi, B. You, you only live once. Live your best life now. If you got enough money, fuck tomorrow, B. You could probably find a job. If you you, you ain't got no job, and you got your taxes, and you, you could go cash out in the Audi and go get that note, go get that shit, nigga. Fuck it. Fuck being responsible. <laughs> but you know what I noticed, though? Trump, the, the, the Trump administration compared to the Obama administration black people in the Obama administration was so fucking fake rich it was irritating how fake rich everybody like everybody was fake rich and the favorite quote for everybody during tax time was niggas get money every day what's tax season and like it, it was not popular when Barack was in office to be on the internet trolling about taxes but now that Trump is in it wasn't even popular to troll or talk about food stamps that I remember uh, when Barack was in office, you always seen the Mimi of uh, the, the working man's refrigerator and the person that doesn't work refrigerator and the working man refrigerator be all empty and shit. And then the person that's, that, that don't work refrigerator be full and everybody's complaint was, yeah, that's, 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 that's not right. That's not right. But now everybody like real soft and delicate about these food stands like every like it's crazy. And now it's like every, with, with the same thing with the taxes it's like, man. Everybody want they they taxes. Like I've never seen so many tax uh, posts in my life. Like for real. Like 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 this this Trump shit really has humbled us niggas. Like real t real talk, man. Hopefully everybody get their taxes back. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. I'm t I check my IRS app every day. I'm still waiting, man. But yeah, man, blow that shit, man. Get your taxes. Go to Papados. Then the next day, go to Hamadas. Then after that, go to Roof Chris. Go buy you some Balenciagas. Then go get you a Gucci belt. Go buy you a Montclair coat. Get you some Versace glasses and go shoot a video with Elevator Twan, man. Jack, blow that, blow that shit, man. Real talk. Um, is it just me, or do birthdays suck? Like for me, I don't like my birthday. I don't because everybody, like, oh, what are you going to do? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Let's go here. Let's know. I don't want to do shit. Like, I get overwhelmed as hell on my birthday. For one, I don't really do clubs and shit. Like, I got to really be in a great place to be like, yeah, I want to go to a club or a bar. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can really fuck with a bar or a lounge, but it's just clubs. Like, I don't really fuck with I do, but I don't. It's not, that ain't my thing. I feel like if I ain't, like, popping on some big meat shit, I can't really do shit in the club like you gotta like if you're at the in the club just drinking on a drink and you know you got your little beer like you you, you whack like if i go to the club i want to be on some whole shit i want to be buying bottles buy about 10 bottles or some shit throwing money in. like i like i want to be on some ball shit if i go to the club if i can't go to the club like hove i don't want to go you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying so birthday's never been for me like i, I fuck with my birthday i like to do I, I can't say that on my birthday, I just like to sit at home, <laughs> have a nice meal, and just, you know, whatever my vice is, and, and enjoy the time. You know what I'm saying? If I got a, a nice young lady, you know, just enjoy that time. Probably go out to eat or something. But I just don't like the parties and shit. Like, that's just not me. Like, I don't, like parties is cool, just not for my birthday. It's just extra as fuck. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas be having fun. Like, they love their fucking birthday. I remember when a nigga was on, like, a nigga I went to high school with was on fucking Facebook. Like, he put up this corny-ass video of him dancing on, in Vegas on his birthday. And my, I was jealous. Like, damn, I didn't, I didn't have that much <laughs> fun on my birthday. This nigga was having fun on his birthday, dancing around like a dork. I'm like, he happy. Why are you hating, Will? You so fucking miserable. Well, well. 
Fuck birthdays. Birthdays suck. My, I don't like them. Like, I like them, but I just don't. Like, I don't answer my phone on my birthday. I would just rather be alone. They don't bother me on my birthday. You don't fucking call me no other day. Don't call me on my birthday. Leave me be. How y'all feel about... I'm jumping from subject to subject. But, but my thing is with birthdays. Like, who celebrate birthdays? Like, I know niggas and females that celebrate birthdays for like a week straight. Like, it's like a whole week. Like you just celebrate your birth. Like, how narcissistic and, like, sociopathic is that? Like, my like on my birthday, I feel so meaningless. Like, it's so many other people's birthdays. Like, it's not just my birthday. It's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's just me. I'm a fucking weirdo. So, don't, don't take my... If you love your birthday, love your birthday, man. I just... I'm weird. Like, my, my birthday, I get depressed and sad. Because I feel like I'm just getting old. I'm getting closer to death. It's just real sad. I just want to be with my kids, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we off the birthdays. How y'all feel about the Tom Hanks getting ready to play? I think he's doing Mr. I don't know how true this is. Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, a Mr. Rogers movie. I don't know how true that is. But I used to fuck with Mr. Rogers hard, Joe. Like, Mr. Rogers, when I was a shorty, was very stimulating. You know what I'm saying? With the little town and Charlie and all that shit. Like, yeah, I, was, I fucked with Mr. Rogers, man. Mr. Rogers was always a neat guy. He was just a neat dude. I remember Zubilee Zoo. I look at the pictures of that now. It's kind of creepy. It, it kind of creeped me out when I was a kid, but I just used to watch it because it's some creepy fucking humans like dressed up as animals. I look at the pictures now. It's like real creepy. But yeah, like, pick us the PBS. That Channel 11. Channel 11 was the shit back in the day. Especially you go over to Auntie Crypt, they had no cable. PBS and Channel 50 and WCIU was all you had, nigga. <laughs> and you had to make the most of it. Like, like, like man, big ups to my aunties, man, because they, they showed me the other side of life. Like, you used to go to the store in the city of my auntie, uh, one of my aunties' crib, and they gave you these fat-ass bills. It was food stamps. And she gave me, like, $5 versions of them. And I'm like, what's this, auntie? And they, my cousins, like, yeah, food stamps, Billy. Mad as hell at me. I ain't know what the <laughs> But yeah, man. Big ups to the past. Big ups to, to Channel 11, man. I remember all that shit. Being, I tell my son, like, yo, Arthur came out when I was in third grade. So Arthur's 30. I would, they should do a 30-year-old Arthur episode. I would. That would be epic. That would be dope. Because Arthur, Arthur older than that. I'm just going off of when he came out on TV. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about PBS. I know a lot of you grown niggas still watch Arthur with y'all kids. Because I, I, hey, my son watching Arthur, and, and I'm in my mode. I'm, 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 I might sit down and be tuned in with him. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, I want to get into, I got some reviews to do. How y'all feel about the Black Youngster um, mixtape 223, the project he put out? I I was fucking with it. And like, if you watch his antics on the internet, you watch his antics on the internet and you actually listen to him rap, like you, 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 like you'll be surprised. Like his first three songs was hitting, like on some real shit. Like the, the late old French strength, heavy camp that fuck everybody. Like I, I, I fucked with those, man. I really did. But the rest of the songs, they just black youngster songs, you know. And I kind of had some Chief Keef influence in, in in some of his songs too. 
You know what I'm saying? Big ups to uh, Chief Keith. But yeah, Black Youngster, that, that tape was pretty decent. He, he got me with the first three songs, and then once he got in the booty and uh, hip hopper, I mean, the rest of the songs was kind of accepted. The trashest song on there was right there. I think a song with, with French Montana, that song was tough. They could have kept that. They could have kept that. I hate, like, um, hooks with, like, catchphrases, and then, like, you just use that catchphrase throughout the whole song. It's whack. Um, but yeah, big ups to Black Youngster. And after I listened to Black Youngster, it made me really go back to the Money Bag Yo mixtape and really like think about like, damn, that that city was not that good. Like how you let um Black Youngster hit like like Black Youngster was really talking about something. He talked about Trump. He like he talked about a lot of different things that I could like fuck with and relate to. And like money bags is just it just seemed a little jaded to me with the fame and 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 just you know the 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 um the process of getting on and and, and making his way through the industry it just seemed jaded um but the songs that I fucked with on on um on the on the money bag uh mixtape because i didn't I didn't talk about that was was big facts um uh I think it was still don't know uh I think that was it uh black heart and um bag move with Quavo. Yeah, those are songs I rocked with. And the, um still don't know that's the song with Yo Gotti that I like a lot. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, big ups to both of those dudes. Go check out them projects, but Black Youngster, he she shocked me. I know a lot of y'all niggas already fuck with Black Youngster. But you know, Black Youngster shocked me with his with his uh with with, with the little project. The first three songs, I was I was impressed. I must say, I, I was impressed. Um, another review that I'm going to hit on is, uh, my man's, uh, Stilo Echoes, big ups to Stilo, um, Reefa, uh, Sutherland, I think that's his name, or Rutherford, I can't, I don't know, yeah, Reefa Sutherland on IG, he sent me, um, he sent me a, a link to one of his artists, uh King Nitty out of Atlanta. Um it was called It's Gonna Be a Problem. Um now I don't want no problems. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm uh I'm just gonna give my review. I like the video. I I think the beat was was hard. But what artists and, and again King Nitty got four thousand followers on um on 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 YouTube. So King Nitty is an obviously an established artist. He has a fan base. He had two hundred he put I think they just put the video out a day ago. No more than forty eight hours ago. He got a, he got about three hundred some odd views already. I put out a video last last Easter and we still had hundred sixty eight views. Fuck all y'all for that. But <laughs> he's an established artist. So like again, my opinion Hell, I should probably be taking some advice from him. <laughs> but for me, what I've learned with this rap shit is that when you get on particular beats, it's like you got to use your voice as an instrument and adjust your shit um, to, to to cater to the beat. So if it's a, 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 a some some beats will require you to put some bass in your voice. You know, that's like your mom and your pops used to tell you back in the day when you was talking to them and you had that little screech in your shit. And you're like, put some bass in your voice, nigga. Yeah. Some voice, some beats requires your voice to be light. You know what I'm saying? And you know, or some beats re- require for you to be lethargic and, and, and to, you know, to sound like you don't really give a shit. 
Um, some beat require energy and, 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 you know, it's just different beats requires different voice cadences. Um, for the King Nitty joint, yeah, he can rap. I'll be a fool, a fucking dummy to say that the man can't rap. He can rap. I just felt like the tone didn't, I, it, the, the beat caught me, the video, the visual caught me. It was just the tone. The bars was there. The tone just, I, I feel like the tone could have been better. Like, you know what I'm saying? He sounded eager. Like he was excited. Like, but that, again, that's just me. Song was dope. I like this chain a lot. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, a, like, again, like, just because um, an artist puts out a particular song that may not hit to me, that don't mean that they, like, can't make a song that I don't like, like, or that I'm, that I can't like. And I'm not saying I don't like this song. I'm just saying, like, it's just the voice. Like, it, it didn't catch me. But the visual was dope. The beat was dope. Um, the concept of the song was hard. It, it was just the voice for me. The voice, I I, I feel like he could have been a little bit, um, he could have adjusted his voice a little better to fit the beat. You know, I think that his message would have got across a little better. It would have been more of a, a swaggier situation. You know what I'm saying? But again, who am I? He has 4,000 followers. I have, um, I don't know, I have zero subscribers on YouTube, so... That's big ups to King Nitty. If y'all don't go look him up on YouTube, um, I'm pretty sure he got music on Tidal and, and Spotify as well. Go check him out. Big ups to Reefa Sutherland, um, and and the whole Mill Pound man. Keep working, keep grinding. Um, one song and like again, the song is doing well. This is just my opinion. So, big ups to Mill Pound, um, and um. The whole movement that they trying to accomplish. Check out King Nitty. Um, it's going to be a problem. It's on YouTube right now. Just type in King Nitty and you'll see a bunch of other stuff. I'm going to review some more of his, his work so I could, you know, give another, a, a, a more positive review. But again, like, uh, this podcast would be bullshit if I did not give my honest opinion. I'm not going to review music and just big up everybody and say it's dope. That's not what this is about. And again, if y'all don't like my opinion feel free to go listen to my mix my projects acre diamonds on the way soon be on the lookout just cool until my tape drop be feel free <laughs> to go check out my mixtapes and criticize me and tell me what what you don't like about my shit you know it, it's fair game man you know it's fair game um last but not least last but not least after this i'm gonna get on go ahead get on out of here one of one of my high school fellow high schoolers Another guy I went to school with, man. Um, lived in Calumet City with him. I ain't lived with him, but you know, he stayed stayed around the way. DJ, DJ G, uh, Red Breed. Um, he had a single that I ran across on title uh, called "Hustle," "Hustler." It was uh, him and um, but yeah, DJ G did a song with uh with Paris Bueller. Um. A song called Hustler. Um, but before I, uh, man, when uh, it's crazy because when you listen to guys that's been rapping since like we was in grade school, it's a certain anticipation and expectation that you get. Now, again, I, my 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 critique means nothing. That's why I call it my two cents because it don't mean it, it's worthless. But I. It, I get a beat and a hook, a A. But when you, if you, 
I just didn't. I, I, uh, uh, he, I, I'm not saying that DJ can't rap because he's been doing this for years. I it, I just did not. I didn't like I, the song. Just didn't do nothing for me really. The, the hook, then the beat did, but it's like I was looking for that line to where I'm like, yeah, like that. He talking that shit, but it was just real. Like, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong. It, it just was real basic. Like the boss was like, okay, like it was like it wasn't nothing I ain't never heard before. Like and when like I said, anticipation and expectation is like I'm. This man been rapping before I started rapping. So I'm thinking like, I'm getting ready to listen to like some Rick Ross type shit. And it, it just, it, it didn't resonate with me the way I thought it would. But that's just my opinion. Um, you can find that song on title. It's called Hustler. Just type in DJG. It's that simple. And it's right there for you. Um, but yeah, and, and the anticipation and expectation for me was high when I, when I seen it. And uh, it just... The song, it was cool, but it, it, there was no it factor. I could easily come on, like, oh yeah, the song was dope, produced by, but I'm not gonna do that. It, it, it just, it was alright. It was okay, and I, I, I've listened, I listened to the song about a good six or seven times to where I didn't have to come double back and say, you know what, I was too hard. No, the song was okay. It was, it was a typical, it was a typical, it was a typical song. Like it, it wasn't um, nothing out of the ordinary. But you know he, he has other projects, the Jim Crow project. He, he like you know D, DJ be working. So big us to DJ man. Continue to uh, continue to put out your your work, man. You can find like I said, you can find that song on title, um, song called Hustler, uh, featuring Paris Bueller, man. Because the Paris Bueller, um, and that's it for me, man. Um, hopefully, hopefully everybody takes their tax money and go hit up. Uh, Red Diamond, go to Structure, and go jag it, man. Give all your money to the hoes. Give all your money to the bitches, man. Let's, let's go crazy this weekend, man. Let's go get some Balenciagas. Get you some Giuseppes. You know? Yeah, ball out. It's tax season, man. Yeah, y'all have a good week. Y'all have a good weekend. Um, I'm going to enjoy mine. Hope y'all enjoy yours. Um, hey, Chad, that's it for me. Uh, see y'all next week. I'm gone. I'm out. Open up your doors and kept it one with me Hell a nigga down and that was love, nigga
gotta stand in front of judge, nigga. Yeah. Make you think about it, like when you was winning.